guys. Welcome to the Side Springs Mental Health Alliance podcast. I'm Elaine. I'm Erica. I'm Shardeline. I'm Carabella. And I'm Alejandra. Disclaimer, this podcast does not represent the official views of Side Springs High School and only serves as a platform for students to share their voices on issues regarding mental health that may not be addressed. Our purpose here is to spread awareness about topics regarding mental health and encourage students to shape environments that foster vulnerability. We want to keep this casual and just a safe space for all. All right. So make sure you tune in for more podcasts in the future about mental health topics and follow us on our Instagram at MHA and join our Remind for further updates. And we also want to give a recap of the first day of school episode where we talked about our personal experiences starting our first day. And we also want to thank you to our viewers and everyone who listened and shared our first episode and also we're going to introduce today's topic which is self-worth and specifically confidence so let's start okay to start would you guys say that you yourself are confident like would you consider yourself somebody who is confident (laughs) i feel like it depends (laughs) on like the people i'm around you know because you're always going to be more confident about your friends but then when you're around strangers or people you're not close with, it's just like, um, I mean, yeah, when it gets intimidating. Huh? Yeah. Definitely. Your, your environment definitely shapes like how you feel, how you value yourself and how you hold yourself. Mm-hmm. It really depends on who you are. Like we treat ourselves like we hold ourselves differently if we're around teachers versus mm-hmm. if we're around family or our really close friends. I myself, I would say. Short answer, yes. I believe I'm confident. Long answer, it's taking me a long time to say yes. But mm, I definitely, after yeah. all that I've been through, I want to mm-hmm. say proudly that I'm confident within myself, yes. I mean, mm-hmm. confidence definitely takes a lot of work. I feel like for me, the the level that I'm at is probably, what, a six, seven? And it's definitely <clears throat> taken a while to get to that six. Because I definitely yeah. think that there's many circumstances where you just feel so unconfident. But oh, right yeah. now, honestly, it's taken a lot to get to where I am. A lot of work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with Ale. I feel like um, it also comes in waves, like you said, like fluctuating. Mm-hmm. I feel like it depends on the situation that I'm in. And also it depends on like my achievements as well. I feel like I tend to put myself worth there and of course that's not really good but it's something that I've developed throughout the years but like Alice said I've gotten better as well but I'm still at the average spot in comparison yeah mm-hmm. so like if so you know how we said it fluctuates you know sometimes it's there sometimes it's not would you say that you derive your confidence from certain things or you know like what people say or how you feel you know like what mm-hmm. what brings that confidence to you yeah what's the for, factors yeah that make for you feel me confident? honestly for me sorry for me I feel like yeah it's that feeling where one week I am just sitting down in my room all all week doing nothing my confidence mm-hmm. is low but the mm-hmm. next week, if mm-hmm. I'm doing something, I'm being productive, if I'm finishing all my work, if I'm mm-hmm. feeling good about myself, that confidence goes up. So I feel like it definitely depends on those circumstances, like you said. Different, I agree. Yeah, yeah I agree. different I times. Think, 
when you surround yourself with things that you love to do or people that you love to be around, it definitely increases your confidence. So, for example, mm-hmm. I know a lot of you are in choir or in Kara's case, tennis. And for me, photo, it's, <laughs> it's things that we love to do and, you know, things that we're good at. So if we keep doing it, then it mm-hmm. boosts our confidence. And sometimes I feel like what hurts it is when we start comparing ourselves to other people and mm-hmm. not taking mm-hmm. into account that sometimes those people that we look up to are people who have their own struggles and have their own insecurities and I think that's why it's very important to talk about confidence and insecurities today (laughs) yeah Yeah. I I think it's super important to be comfortable with not being where you want to be yet like Mm -hmm. we said you we constantly compare ourselves to other people to other people's achievements I think a really healthy way to think about it is I'm not confident of where I am right now but I'm confident that I'll be there someday if I continue working mm-hmm. hard for it. Definitely. Mm. Exactly. So just striving for it constantly. I think we sometimes forget that other people struggle with confidence too and self-image. We we see each other's you know final product, but we don't see all of the work that goes behind it. So being vulnerable exactly. about these sorts of things is super important and bringing it to discussion like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like how you mentioned how we can see all the accomplishments. And I think that's a big thing in our society right now is social media. All we do is mm-hmm. post our accomplishments. Yeah, because yeah. you yeah. notice people like, to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't yeah. see, hey, I had a really bad day today. I was crying by myself. <laughs> you don't see that. <laughs> you see my spam. Very specific. Yes. But you don't see that at all. You just see, hey, I did this today. Great. Or I went on mm-hmm. a run today. But. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, I fall victim to that. Like I Me posted too. when I when I did the Chevron uh, marathon, I just posted the marathon. I did not post any of the struggling, the, yeah. anything about it. It's similar exactly. to like when we get our high school diploma, we just post the diploma. We don't actually t- like post, you know, us mm-hmm. crying about junior year or mm, anything yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's because when we look at ourselves, it's kind of magnified. Like everything is magnified. Our fears, our failures, everything. Oh yeah. But when we look at other people, it's from an outsider's perspective. So we never know what they're feeling. We kind of only see like the final product, like you guys were saying. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah. it's important, like Kara said, to talk about that and understand that they're human too. Because we kind of put them up on a pedestal to where we're yeah. like, oh wow, they're so good. Like they probably have no flaws. They don't cry every day. <laughs> but <laughs> so. we don't know. We don't know that. Yeah, you you don't really know anyone, you know? Like, we don't know each other's struggles, and it's up to us to be open about it and say, hey, I'm struggling too, and that's okay. We have to be comfortable in the fact that sometimes we aren't always successful. There are a lot of times where we're going to fail. Exactly. But it's what we do with those failures that uh, bring our confidence. Yes, I agree. So with, you know, with these varying factors um that come with confidence how you always want to keep it for as long as possible so what do y'all do to you know maintain this confidence what i do personally is i remember the feeling so if i let's say right now i am very comfortable i'm very confident confident right now talking to all of you about these topics you know and sitting here Mm -hmm. and it's it's a good 
feeling and I will try to remember that and whenever there are days that I feel insecure I'll tell myself that this is just like the bottom of the of the I don't know the cycle because I see it Mm -hmm. as like going like you have a high and then you have a low and then you have kind of those like um those middle those middle parts Mm. where it's just Mm -hmm. neutral so kind of telling myself um what I want kind of paves the way of where I want to go if that makes sense you know because I have this idea of a feeling that I want to attain in my head because Mm -hmm. I felt it before and then I'll work towards it like remembering Mm. your goals and sticking to it yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think for me, I, I use words. Like, I journal. I write everything oh, down. Oh, yes. So whenever I have a really good day or I, when I really want to remember something, I want to be able to look back on what I wrote and be like, oh, that was a great day. Like, that was an amazing day. I kind of – I feel like a sponge. Like, I'm, I want to just absorb <laughs> everything. Like, like I want to – I literally yeah. – sometimes whenever I'm having a really good day, I literally stop and look around and, like, five senses type thing yes. where I'm like mm-hmm. me too I do, I do that, that too recording the five senses <laughs> yeah I I think that that helps to like so now when I think about that stuff I, I feel like I'm in the moment still mm-hmm. you know like I kept yeah. it well I think you should divulge what are the five senses for for anyone that doesn't know <laughs> what does that mean like what I see what I hear what I feel what I taste, probably nothing because like what I smell. <laughs> <laughs> what I smell. Smell, smell is a big one. Yeah. Smell is yes. a big one. Like yes. say you're in a bakery. Oh. Triggers <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, I miss yeah, going to bakeries. I can definitely agree on the part of, you know, sort of looking back. Like you you ever had those like really good um, iMessage con- or just uh, group chat conversations that just have you laughing and you just want <laughs> yeah. just I, I always go back to those conversations because they're so funny and it's just like oh, I really appreciate this and you know I this it's just one of those things where you feel so good and just I don't know confident that you're around the right people mm-hmm. confident that life mm-hmm. is going well you just feel this sort of Liz and I just I want to go back to that contentment every single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Contentment is a hard topic to hit. Yes. <laughs> Especially with confidence. Like we all have varying levels of contentment. And I feel like once we reach a goal, we just want to keep reaching for more. So it's not like we have time to actually enjoy what we achieved. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I feel that's like true. like oh, for example, so like if I get like, oh, my goal is to get a ninety five on a test and then I get a ninety five on it and then the next test I'm like, okay, I need to get a hundred. Like I you know, like, it just yeah. keeps getting higher and higher. Mm-hmm. And then it devalues like, you your accomplishments. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's definitely a main problem. I guess it's important to celebrate the the small victories mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Exactly. I guess we are we're always we're kind of trained to like oh, once you finish high school, you have to go to college. Like, we always have this next step that we have to yeah. look forward to all the time. Like, oh, you got second place, go get first. I think we should learn how to appreciate second place first, you know? Yeah. And that's so, that's so interesting. I've never, I've never actually sat down and thought about this for a while. Yeah. We do need to celebrate these small victories. It's, these are these victories that bring our confidence, if anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so we talked about a lot of our highs and how we deal in those moments looking back at the feelings and all of that but I kind of want to know all of the lows what are your insecurities and how do you actually deal with those I think a really big insecurity that I have pertaining to these sorts of topics 
is asking people to hear me out. Mm-hmm. I feel like, especially now during senior year, people are so busy, especially, you know, studying, focusing on their grades, doing college applications that it can become such a a bother to ask people like, hey, I'm having a hard time. Can we talk? Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. I feel like everyone's got something to do. And it's me being sad kind mm-hmm. of is just an inconvenience to me and everyone around me. Oh, I definitely relate Wait, to that. I get it. Yes. Yeah. I do too. Because I, mm-hmm. I have been struggling a lot with just being at home and being by myself. My, my parents are very strict about going out. And it's hard because I'm somebody who, like, gets my energy from being around other people. You know, when I'm mm-hmm. tired after a week of just working, working, working. I'll go out with my mm-hmm. friends and go to, I don't know, Waffle House or Chick-fil-A or something. And that that energizes me. And it's just yeah. very hard mm-hmm. to be alone in my house and not have anybody to talk to. And then I'll reach out to a friend and I'll just genuinely feel like I'm annoying because I'm asking Yay. for just emotional like support or just to talk to somebody. Sometimes mm-hmm. I will literally just sit on the phone with somebody and just cry about my feelings. And that makes me feel like worried because I don't am I wasting your time you know like do you Mm -hmm. have to do do you have to write an essay right now Mm -hmm. like you know and it's 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 I feel like that's something that we need to kind of address within ourselves and just understand that if somebody is willing to talk to you they are willing to talk to you and they're willing to listen so exactly I think it's like you have to think of yourself as your own friend you know Mm -hmm. like Chardeline said like if your friend asks you for help I mean you would help them you know so you have to think about yourself in their perspective as well. Like you have to help yourself by asking them for help as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really important yeah. thing to understand because all of our struggles, like we we should de- like not depend on each other, but sort of like help each other up, build each other up to help mm-hmm. each other grow. I feel mm-hmm. like so many of us are so mean to ourselves because now looking back on it, mm-hmm. I'm so mean to myself. Like I'll do, <laughs> yeah. I'll do something like a piece of like photo. I remember in photo, like I would do something and then I would show my teacher and then she'd be like, it's so nice. And then I would go back into the dark room and I'd be like, she's lying. It's so ugly. Like this is, this is literally trash. Yes. This is ugly. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh and I apply God. that to so many yes. other things. And yeah. I just imagine what if somebody else would tell me that I would just avoid them. So right. I think we should be nicer to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are you can't necessarily avoid yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We and are I literally think, our own worst critic, you know. Yeah. And I think that'll help oh, work, that'll help build our confidence. You know, because if you affirm yourself over and over, you tell yourself that you're good at this or you're worthy of, that's why we have the affirmations at the end of the podcast every every week, <laughs> yeah. hopefully every week. Exactly. Um, because if you tell yourself it over and over, you'll start to believe it and then you know you mm-hmm you start to adapt to it. Like when you, when you fake laugh, like, you know, in those pictures where we're like, oh, let's pretend to laugh for a candid image. And then you start actually laughing. It's kind of like that. I feel mm-hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a great analogy. Yeah. And I think to go with that, Shardeline, I feel like, like your brain is listening to you when you say those things. It's also listening to the negative. So when you mm-hmm. say stuff like, oh, I'm so dumb. Oh, I'm so stupid. Oh, I'm so, your brain is taking that in. It's absorbing those words. And I feel like it's important to understand that even just those little words can have the biggest impact on your self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to be wary of those words and kind of like, kind of stop yourself from saying it. I know it's hard because it's like a habit that you adapt to. But once we catch ourselves saying those small words, of, oh, like negativity, then we can stop it and we can learn to say those affirmations instead. Mm-hmm. 
mindset is everything yeah, mindset is ev- like kara said um celebrating those tiny achievements are so important because that's the difference between ending the day feeling content with what you did and just being disappointed with yourself because if you oh, yeah. if you just teach yourself that it's okay to take a break and it's okay to just accept that you did the best you could today i feel like that'll help you build the image that you are capable and that you are doing what you can you know and instead of just because sometimes mm-hmm. I am guilty of this. I'll be like, I'm so lazy. I didn't do anything today. And then it's it's harmful to the way I view myself because I'm contributing to that image that I'm lazy and I don't do anything. Yeah. 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 Um, I think to base it more on productivity, like we kind of determine how we feel based on how productive our day was and what we did throughout that day but I think it's important to remember that it's fine to just rest without like <laughs> degrading yourself and saying yes. you're lazy you know yeah <laughs> you know everything y'all are talking about like giving yourself breaks telling yourself and reminding yourself that you can do it or keep going that just reminds me of the times that I run I honestly I go I go throughout these periods when I'm, I'm so like, I need to go run. I need to go mm-hmm. run, run some miles under this certain mm-hmm. time. And like, but then I go through these weeks where I'm like, I don't want to anymore. I'm too lazy. I can't do it. And it really reminds me of this like past like month when I've been running and I've been listening to a podcast and they help you go through the runs. And in the end, they're like, okay, you need to appreciate this run. Because like how Kara was saying, appreciate those little moments. And when I actually did it, I was like, wow, like I ran that run. No matter what it was, I was really, I was really happy after it. And it motivated me to keep going. And I think that really, that really helps your mindset a lot. It Mm -hmm. helps you keep a good, strong mindset. Because once you tell those things to yourself, you're like, wow, like I can actually do it. I finished that run. No matter how bad you did or how good you did you finished a run and you can apply that to so, so many things. And I think it really does make a lot of things in your life stronger. I agree. Like you're running because it's, it's that like you tell yourself that you can finish, that you can make it. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. once you get Mm -hmm. used to it, you, you do it more. And sometimes you tell yourself, I can't do it. And then you stop running. (laughs) And that's one of those things where it's like, if you only, you told yourself, I can do it. Like, I can keep going. Then you would actually right. have the ma- motivation to keep going. Yeah. I think a lot mm-hmm. of it is like a, sort of like a snowball effect. Like, if you start off one day saying, oh, I can't do this. I'm not good enough. It's just going to keep on multiplying, multiplying until it becomes overwhelming and that becomes your truth. But if one day mm. you stop and you tell yourself, maybe I can do this, mm-hmm. that will multiply, multiply. And suddenly you're super confident in the fact that even if it's hard, you can do it. So yeah. I think it all starts with that difficult first step, that difficult, mm-hmm. I want to change. Right. I want to change for the better. Yeah. And like and you I'll said, s- like, mm-hmm. if, you tell you, if you say, I want to run, and I did a good job, and you celebrate those small victories, you're going to be more motivated to keep mm-hmm. having those small victories until they become big victories. I feel like when it comes to confidence, you are going to derive this from something, correct? Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Um, there there's always good confidence but then you also need to like take and consider um bad confidence yes. you you deriving confidence from something that you shouldn't have mm-hmm. um in this day and age most of you know your fellow peers and classmates 
um, you'll see, you know, some of them may be TikTok famous and you might realize Mm -hmm. um, by the way they act in person, it's different from online, either if there's their ego is too high or something about them, you know, isn't quite right because they derive their confidence, you know, from what people say on social media. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know, it's just, it's very, it's like they look to just get I don't know how to put this into words they're they're not they're not um they base their self-worth on um how people perceive them like that yeah something something that they shouldn't you know base it off of yeah Mm -hmm. comparisons Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that leads us to one of the questions that somebody asked on our Instagram um someone asked how do I stop basing my self-worth on others opinions on others opinions and what should I base my self-worth on So I think, like you were saying, it's very important not to base your self-worth on material things because Mm -hmm. once you start doing that, if you base it on something that can be measured, then that means there can always be more of it, if that makes sense. Right. You're never going to be content. mm -hmm. I feel like self-worth is something that you need to have within yourself. Like You need to be content with yourself because that's the only way you're going to stop basing it on what Mm -hmm. other people think of you there's this article from psychology today called how do you measure your self-worth and they listed a bunch of things that you shouldn't base it on it was things like your appearance how much money you have what uh how popular you are your achievements things like that because again there are limits to those things and it's very detrimental to how you view yourself when you limit your self-worth on your achievements so they said in that article that you need to surround yourself with people that make you feel good and do things that make you happy because once you are content with that you are going to feel like you are worthy of good things because you Mm -hmm. will start seeing yourself as kind of like as a person who's confident and worthy of things that they deserve you know Mm -hmm. you also do need to remember that only you know who you truly are Mm -hmm. all those around you everyone else's opinions that's what they see from an outsider's perspective you know Mm. they don't they see you either on social media they see you walking around school they see you maybe even talking to a professor like unless if they're your mom or your sister or someone really Mm -hmm. really really close to you they don't truly know who you are so you need to remember that and you need to remember that other opinions don't actually reflect who you are and you need to remember that your self-worth should come from within not Mm -hmm. from other opinions. Mm -hmm. So earlier we had mentioned, you know, um, telling yourself good things in order to truly feel that. So Mm -hmm. one of the questions asked um, on our Instagram was how to look confident when not. They're looking for tips on being confident and what to do to um, feel confident. And I think one of the most important things that we had touched on earlier was just, you know, fake it till you make it, you know, Mm -hmm. give yourselves those affirmations because eventually once you say it enough, you're going to start believing it, you know, you're going to start realizing that um, it actually is true because, you know, bringing yourself down so much and then reminding yourself that, you know, you are worth it, you know, Mm -hmm. you have this confidence, you're going to feel that and you're going to actually be that and just grow overall and also work on trying to find those things that make you confident like Mm -hmm. there's so many things that for me 
really do help me feel more confident. And it could be the smallest things like listening to music or putting a smile on my face or just being thankful for waking up the next day. Those little things really do work on my confidence. And those are something that as a person who is working on it, you should definitely try to find those little things that make you feel confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think that yeah. knowing knowing the little things in life, like the little small moments of happiness, remembering those tiny moments, like they really impact how you think about yourself and how you feel. So it's important to count your blessings Mm -hmm. rather than your failures. Mm -hmm. And we have another question. It was, how do you manage your self-worth or how do you keep it in check when you receive bad news? So I think... Uh, this is kind of like if you audition for something or you don't get it or you try out for something mm-hmm. and you don't make the team. So how do you stay a confident person and still believe in yourself and in your abilities mm-hmm. when things don't go your way? I would say just it's going to be hard, you know, because especially if you work so hard to get to that point or to receive that position, Um and you don't get it, it's definitely going to take a toll on your confidence. But the first, that's something that um, has phases to it. And I think the first phase would be acceptance, just mm-hmm. understanding that if I didn't get that role, you know, it is not for me. And then start moving on to improving yourself. Because not saying that you didn't do something right, but maybe you could, you could always improve with anything. Even if you feel like you're the best of the best, you can always get better. So then work on getting better. And then I feel like sort of the last phase is just try again, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just yeah. definitely. Yeah. Pick yourself back up. Try it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, supporting what Erica had said, whenever I feel like, or whenever I get rejected or I fail, for example, how I manage with that and how I make sure that it doesn't take a really big toll on my confidence, because it will, it will obviously make you doubt yourself. I take that doubt and I sort of transform it into a hunger to do better, mm-hmm. a hunger for success, a hunger mm-hmm. to be chosen next time. I believe that every time that you fail or that you aren't chosen, that experience was truly not for you and that I was meant to fail so that I could become a better person moving Mm -hmm. forward. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone that succeeds never fails. I think that they fail over and over and again. And I think a true failure is not trying again. I like Mm -hmm. that. I like that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So we have another question and it's how do you stay confident when family, this is very important, Uh, When family tells you that you were better before or that you have gotten worse or like your improvement kind of plateaued. And I think that's very important to talk about because I feel like we take what our family tells us really close to heart. Mm -hmm. It's it takes a toll on us when we hear things that aren't things that we want to hear. So how how do you deal with that? To answer this very difficult question, I think although it's hard when your family doubts you. I think we always rely back on family mm-hmm. saying family is always there for you, but sometimes they can be your number one enemies, your number one haters. We seek validation from our families the most because for a lot of us, we want to do better for them. We work so hard for them yeah. to make them proud. So whenever they tell us that, oh, you're not doing enough or oh, you're not performing like you did before, it definitely takes a toll. And I think you can go two ways about it, depending on how you take it. 
if someone tells you you're not doing good enough, either one, do better, and then laugh in their face and say, I did it because you told me I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Honestly, out of spite. (laughs) Or number two, realize that even if they're your family, they don't understand you like how you understand you. Mm. Regardless of blood, regardless of your family, it's just someone that you call family. No one will understand your struggles the way that you do. And it's so important to realize that and truly understand that anyone that you consider family just wants the best for you. So if they point out they don't think that you're doing your best, they truly just want you to try harder for yourself. Mm. And that's something super important to remember is that your family will want the best for you. That hits very close to home. <laughs> it does. It really does. Yeah, it, it's, it's definitely hard, especially academically. Our family wants us to do the most. I know a lot of people who have immigrant parents, they've sacrificed so much for us to be over mm-hmm. here. And when they feel like we're not doing enough, it's like they feel like their sacrifice isn't, isn't you know, enough for us. Like, oh, look at how much I did for you and you're not trying. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're trying. I feel like we just have to remind ourselves that sometimes things are frustrating, but you have to power through even if it's hard. Yeah, right. You know, it's these hard times that you appreciate when you have those good times. Wow. Um, <laughs> that, <laughs> that really hit. That, that kind really of processing did. that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is so that important. One, this conversation yeah. is so important. That's who you're around the most. So mm-hmm. when you're going to, you're exactly. stuck with these people for life. You are stuck with these people for yeah. life. So when they, when they tell you something like that and they make you feel that way, it's just like, imagine the atmosphere the next day. Like you just made mm-hmm. me feel like this and I have to see you for the rest of my life. Like that's just not going to feel good. So then that just, mm-hmm. um, that's when those phases come to play of just, proving them wrong or realizing for yourself that they are wrong and you know sometimes you just you can't Mm -hmm. fix other people's opinions you can't change it sometimes so as long as you realize it within yourself that's that's the that should be the only person you um should be concerned about is just yourself yeah also communication i mean there's a lot of students who probably don't even have a connection with their parents like that so when a parent who isn't really involved too much in your life tells you that, it crushes you so much. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely one of those things where you should maybe try doing little things like, hey, I did this. Or, mm-hmm. hey, this happened today. So they start getting into that repetition of, oh, they're doing something. A lot of people don't have that connection where you can just go downstairs and be like, hey, mom, be I'm happy having a bad for day. me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, I did this. Congratulations. I'm so proud of you. People, not everyone gets that congratulations. And it must be mm-hmm. so hard. And it, it is hard. Like being so happy that you got into something or being so happy that you got an A on something and not being able to celebrate it with someone who is close to you, someone who you see every day. It's definitely one of those things where you have to communicate and work towards because those are the people that you will be stuck with a lot of the time. 
Yeah. I think voicing out your opinions and telling them how you feel about the words that they're saying is very important because sometimes pe- parents can be oblivious over these things as well. Mm-hmm. Like they just, oh, yeah. they might get used to just saying that, but they don't know that their words are impacting you that much, you know? So it's mm-hmm. important yeah. to talk to them and be like, hey, mom, hey, dad, these words really hurt me. And I think that we need to talk about it. I think we need to discuss this and you need to understand that this is how I feel and that's okay. You know, talking to your parents, that's like, in my opinion, that's best case scenario. You know, yeah. that's, that's like, okay, me too. Um, <laughs> like, I would have to be going through something to where I need help that they need to provide for me. I, mm-hmm. That's how bad it would have to be, you know, mm-hmm. and that's worst case scenario. Being able to just, you know, um, go to your family about something about being upset it, it's hard, especially because they, most of them, you know, I know mm-hmm. my parents have this mindset of like, how can you be depressed? How can you do oh, this? Yeah. With- how can you have a yeah. It's so the comparison. Think, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Especially I think- that, like when I was it young. Is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're too young. Oh. You're too young to be feeling <laughs> like that. You don't know what real struggle exactly. is. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. That'll hurt your confidence. When I was your age, so I walked much. to school. Right. Like, I crossed the mountains just to get mm-hmm. here. So you're complaining for doing <laughs> So, yeah, I think um, being able to talk to your par- parents not necessarily is a privilege, but it's just something that not everybody can do. Mm-hmm. And it takes patience. voicing, yes, because yeah. they're going to have these, some parents are going to have these toxic mindsets. So, um, a lot being able do, to honestly. talk about, right. To just yeah. be able to, like, I don't know, correct your parents. It's not, it's not going to work. <laughs> Lots of the times, <laughs> it's just, how can you say, hey, you're not making me feel good. Like, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to be like, okay, go to your room. Or, okay, what do you want me to do about that? <laughs> it, so, it's, it's from, I think this goes back kind of to the beginning where we are like, it takes a lot of time to mm-hmm, boost mm-hmm. up that confidence with, even with your parents. It, ta- right. it will take time. It will take your patience. But in the end, it may be worth it. But I don't want to, you know, just say maybe because it's all unpredictable. Yeah. So to sort of like answer the question of how to stay confident or what you can do, I would say if you feel like you can't get it from your parents, um, shift your reliability. Go to your friends wow. because your friends... Yeah, I, I don't know, this this could be a debatable topic, but in some, depending on who you're friends with or how close you are, your friends are probably going to be closer to you about your family. You're going to be more comfortable around them than your own parents. And I know that's like a debatable thing and it varies per mm-hmm. family, yeah. but um, yeah. shift your reliability. Um, and this is just if you cannot mm-hmm. talk to your parents at all, talk to your yeah. friends. Um, or all the resources talking, you have. Yeah. Like you have counselors. Yeah, it depends on who yeah. you are. Yeah. Say you you can't go talk to your friend about something that you want to talk to talk about. You can mm-hmm. go to a counselor. Yeah. Go to. You can go to anyone. Just remember to that. Pe- you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yes.
Um, mm-hmm. We cannot give out like actually like actual yeah. advice or like tell you how what but to do, we but we can be here. You. Yeah, your senior sisters, your senior sisters. Yes, we will be your big and senior sisters if anything. And you guys want to talk? We don't even we have to give that. advice. We can just listen. Or if you're right. a senior as well, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, if you're a senior yeah. as well. <laughs> And it won't be awkward, so don't worry about any of that. No, stuff. I love like I we're love just gonna act normally, like we are right now. I love talking mm-hmm. to people. Yeah, Me too. yeah. Right, so we've got we're gonna be there for you. We've like. got another question. It's the last one. Um, it's how to keep your anxiety in check and how to be emotionally stronger. And I think the way that this person worded this question is very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. in saying that how to be emotionally stronger because I think it's very important not to look at things like anxiety um, or just being anxious or being depressed or just struggling as a weakness. It's when you're having the most difficult time of your life when you have to, like when you have to try the hardest, you know? And Mm -hmm. so please don't see yourself as emotionally weaker because you're anxious. But something that helps me, because I... Um, I don't have anxiety, but I struggle with being anxious a lot. And it's very important to differentiate between the two. Um, But I do get anxious about many things. And what helps me is just kind of accepting that I'm anxious instead of trying to make it go away. Because when when you want to make anxious feelings go away, you suppress it. And the longer you suppress it, the longer you don't deal with it. And the longer you don't deal with it, the more it gets worse. Mm-hmm. Um, like accept it. And then once you, uh, once you accept it, you learn how to manage it. And then you can kind of see, um, do I need to seek help from a professional? Mm-hmm. Do I need to tell somebody else about this? You know, and although we can't really tell you how to treat mm-hmm. your anxiety, like we said earlier, we can be here to support you. As your senior sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely work on understanding and then seeing what can I do to make this better. I think it's important to recognize that you shouldn't put too much strain on keeping anxiety at check. Mm-hmm. I think that we like to think, oh, we have to be okay. I mm-hmm. think sometimes it's okay to not be okay, to live in Let that yourself feel. Of- mm-hmm. Yeah, let yourself feel. Don't feel guilty for feeling which I think we all fall victim to, like, oh, I can't be sad. Oh, I can't be angry. No, like, if you are feeling anxious about something, I feel like healthy outlets would be super beneficial. Writing it down, screaming in a pillow. Running. What I do, which is so stupid, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I say bubbles in a really angry voice, and then I start laughing. (laughs) Like, I just do something that makes me laugh. Like, try to say bubbles in a really angry voice. It sounds so dumb. Bubbles. It's... (laughs) 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 bubbles just just something to honestly like either get your mind off of it or completely dive into it just Uh how to be emotionally stronger I think being emotionally stronger Mm -hmm. is like how to be vulnerable and being okay with that and that takes a lot of with everything that we've talked uh, talked about it all sort of boils down in some way shape or form as to acceptance and I think that's what confidence yeah. is yeah. it's just accepting mm-hmm. that things are the way you are uh, I'm sorry things are the way they are you are the way you are and that is okay there is nothing wrong with how things are going you know mm-hmm. um, if something mm-hmm. happens 
it happens for a reason and you can't grow from that. And I think just the first step when you have some sort of lack of confidence is to just Mm -hmm. accept that what's happening is happening and it can only get better. You know, it's happening for a reason. I just, I feel if you ever are worried about something, just start by trying to accept it. It's okay to cry. It's okay to like leave yourself room to grieve. You know, the acceptance is a really, really, it's like on top, you know, you have to go through Mm -hmm. steps to get there. Mm -hmm. And the first step I feel like is, is grieving. It's okay to grieve. It's okay to feel bad. You can cry as much as you want, but the most important thing is not staying in that place for very long. Right. You have yeah. to get up again. It's, it's okay not to be happy. It's okay not to be okay sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys do this, but after I cry, I see myself in the mirror and I just like, <laughs> I just laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I see how I look, and I just like make like I make, the peace sign. Faces, the peace like, sign. Like, yes. I know we all do know. that. <laughs> Definitely, I take snaps of myself and I send it to my friends. <laughs> the cat emojis. My spam is filled with those. Um. <laughs> just accept that. Things are happening. Things are changing. Things are going to, you know, not go the way that you anticipated. Yeah. And that's just the first step to uh, being more confident. Yeah. Acceptance. That's a very important thing to take away from today. Like we say um, always, it was very nice to have this conversation. I feel great (laughs) um, (laughs) talking to you guys always. And, you know, it's, it's nice to know that there are people listening and that we are able to help. Um, we've been hearing a lot of feedback, which is amazing. Please um, keep your criticisms, if they're constructive, <laughs> coming in because we do want to improve for you. We've been hearing a lot of things about background noise, but we are trying our best to get it together. Um, if there's anything that you would like to tell us, um, just again, go on our Instagram at MHA. We're going to try to put out episodes every week um, if we can. We do our best. Mm -hmm. But before we go, we just want to remind you, like always, that you are enough. You are loved. You are accepted. You are important. And you are worthy. Mm -hmm.